0: This is Cliffcentral.com
1: she hard for the money.
0: Which uh, she sang right at the beginning.
1: So it's
0: her actual version.
1: She hard for the money, so you better
0: Alright. So Anthea, um, I mentioned this in the news earlier, but the JSE closed the first half of the year in positive territory despite a weak economy.
1: Good morning. Yes, uh, we were the all share index was up 13% by my calculations for the first half of the year. Very exciting. I mean, even though the economy contracted its worst in a decade in the second quarter. And I think that JSC mostly was driven, well, I know for a fact actually, <laughs> was mostly driven by global demand for materials. So the platinum index was up 63% in the first half of the year. Right. Um, and investors seeking... Safe haven, precious metals. You know how this works, right? We have a bit of volatility, and everybody runs to gold. Right. We still can't figure out why. We just know it does happen. <laughs> um, and then, of course, we had the weaker rand, which always helps because seventy percent of the JSE is <coughs> rand hedged, so that helps. So, yeah, so we had a, our pension funds, our discretionary investments should all be up a nice little thirteen or around about there. This okay? we'll take it. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, you know, the, I think the thing is that everybody is worrying about the state of the economy and how difficult it is to find jobs. And, in fact, the formal sector added 22,000 new jobs um, in the first quarter of 2019. We also saw that number come through. Unfortunately, it was at the cost of wages, though. So, actually, your wages didn't grow as much as um, – or I should say gross earnings. Put it this way. Gross earnings didn't grow as much – as inflation, so in fact you're slightly poorer than you were last year, even though you got a slight increase of, and the average was three point seven percent. Okay, so that's, you know, so you you were creating jobs, um, some some big job numbers actually in trading sector, sixty seven thousand jobs, um, retail or or trade as we call it. Um, that includes kind of retail and trade. Um, then business sector, financial services, insurance, real estate added 57,000 jobs. So not bad. And then, of course, the construction sector is where it fell apart. Um, 63,000 jobs were lost.
0: But the economy, you told me, remains stuck in the longest downward cycle since 1945?
1: That's right. According to the South African Jeez. Reserve Bank, their quarterly bulletin said – We entered the 67th month of weakening cycle in June. That that is just 67 months. The only other time that a falling cycle lasted more than 50 months was between 1989 and 1993. And you'll remember that because that's when we had a state of emergency in South Africa. Um, So, yeah, I I don't actually know what to say to it. It's, It's scary. This government has to do something. It's just such a bad indication for them.
0: What about the resignation of, of someone who I know you know quite well, Daniel Minele, who is the deputy governor of the Reserve Bank?
1: So we knew this was coming, and now the Reserve Bank has made it official. I mean, I thought the Reserve Bank was going to ask him to stay on for three or four months or maybe even six months till the end of the year, but no, they made it official. So I, I think the big concern last week with kind of everyone who knows this or who saw the the, the news bulletin was that perhaps it leaves the Reserve Bank quite a, a bit weakened actually. Yeah. Um because Daniel Minnelli has been there for I don't know, over twenty years I think. Um and yeah, they they now only have one deputy governor after Francois Krupper resigned in very unexpectedly in December of last year. Um and then, of course, everyone's wondering where he's going to go. But he does have six months gardening leave, and I did get a message from him saying he's on his way to a game drive this morning. Because so, <laughs> wow. today, because I said well done on your first um, your first day of gardening leave, and it was oh sorry, can't talk, off to a game drive. Nice, and he's got his has yeah, got his priorities
0: right. <laughs> Indeed. Um, while we're talking about the economy at large, the, the the big story of of two years ago now is is that. Steinhoff story, which continues to hang like a dark cloud over so many things. And you pay back the money.
1: Yeah, and it, it, how's that?
0: Marcus East has been ordered to pay back eight hundred and seventy million rand.
1: How crazy is that? So Steinhoff have a court case against Marcus Usted and Ben Lahrangi, who's the ex CFO. Um eight hundred 70 million Rand for Marcus and 271 million for Ben Lachranji. Yersta has 10 days to respond to the legal claim and Lachranji has one month. I don't know where this is going. I'm I'm not sure kind of what's going. I'm I'm interested to see, I should say, what's going to happen with the court case. Um, Yeah. I mean, basically, this was to claw back salaries and bonuses and incentives paid to Yersta and Lachranji over that period.
0: Sure,
1: <laughs> no, very exciting.
0: Okay, um, the price of petrol is going down which by is 96
1: good. cents per litre, which is fantastic news. Unfortunately, if you live in Johannesburg, though, your mun- municipality rates are going up. Um, I don't know if you all know that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just looking around the room to check if everyone is aware of it. No, couple of oh, headaches, a couple of knives. This just happens
0: you know, this, this really is such a, in fact, we're even. We're lucky we even know, thanks to you, that this is going on. Because usually they just do it without our permission. Just, yeah. It just happens on its own.
1: It, it, there's not very much notice about it, is there? Um, and then just on this petrol price, the the price of oil did go up again by a dollar a barrel um, on the weekends. Uh, I saw it this morning. Um, so just kind of... Take advantage of this petrol price decrease because the price of oil is actually stronger. And with a weaker end, it may go up again. It's it's a nice relief though. Ninety six cents a litre, I'd say.
0: All right. Um, apparently, the Discovery Bank launches today.
1: For for everyone else, yes. So it has had a soft launch, and today is kind of its official launch to everybody. This, by the way, in the wake of last week's report that digital banking fraud was up 75% year on year, which is unbelievable. I I haven't read the whole report. I just kind of saw the headline. But Discovery are looking to add as many as a 1,000 customers a day. Huh. So that let, let's call it let's say working days only. That's what twenty two, twenty four thousand. How many working days are there in a month? Twenty two.
0: Twenty two odd. Oh, ish. They're kind usually of right. run. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's twenty two thousand customers a month. Wow. That's as many as Capitech wow. I think that's very ambitious. And I had a look at. They put out their presentation to the analysts last week, and I had a look at it, and it's all very exciting. Um, you know, behavioral banking and, you know, we'll contribute to our, towards our customers' children's school fees. If they're saving for school fees and their retirement annuity, they'll add to it. But I don't think this is a mass market product. Um, you know, they're not Capitec or African Bank or Time that are cutting costs to the absolute bone. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I still think this is a higher LSM product, and we'll see what happens. Well,
0: Tato has a question here for you. Um, Anthea, which bank do you think is winning the business banking race? I see Capitec is entering the business. How do we see it playing out? I can't see how banks can pay interest on deposits and lend out money to the lower market segment and keep it sustainable. Their branches are very expensive to maintain and keep. Is Capitec the next stock to crash to zero?
1: <laughs> no, absolutely not. Capitec's not the next stock to crash to zero. So there are a couple of questions in there. The first one is which bank do I think is winning the race? Um, the corporate banking race. I yep. would say first rand probably is um, a leader in corporate banking. You know, when you talk about corporate investment banking, you're not talking about retail clients. You're not talking about the consumers. Not us. It's it's what they do for their business bankers um and their structured finance, project finance, that sort of thing. Um and then ABSA is probably a close second. That maybe a close second with standard bank. But definitely I th- I'd say my opinion is that first round. And then what was the other question? Will Capitech go to zero because of what they're paying out to customers, um, in interest. Um, no, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think by a long shot. You know, there's quite enough margin. If you look at very, take a very basic metric. If you look at how much the bank pays you, if you have money sitting in the bank and how much they charge you, if you borrow from them, um, you can see there's a, there's a decent enough margin for them to kind of, Make enough money, basically, in short. So, no. I I think Capitech's got a long way to go still. Um, yeah. And the banks running with big branch footprints. Well, I think Standard Bank's testament to that, right? Because they keep cutting their branch, branches. Well, they have. They've
0: just, they've just laid off a whole lot of these branches and some people as well. All right. Just quickly, the, um, the question that we got here from Ben, not, not this Ben, a different Ben. I've read the opening and first chapter of Anthea's book. And I enjoyed the parallels she drew between training for competition and investing in the long term. I'm referring to her triathlon training and competitions. Please ask Anthea if she's documented any of her preparations, perhaps on a blog that can be publicly accessed. I just found out about it. It's really inspiring, and I'd like to read more about that journey.
1: No, I haven't. My training partner and I last year discussed doing it, but I think we're both fairly strung for time, so it's difficult. Right. It, it would be fun, I think, but no. I and besides, that. I'm not, I'm really not at all professional triathlete. I just do it for fun in my spare time. She said in inverted commas, spare time.
0: Cool. Thanks, Anthea.
1: Thanks very much, guys.
0: Anthea Gardner and a look at the markets.
1: This is CliffCentral.com.